what it is how's it going everybody today we're bringing it back the magic jar episode if you followed us back behind the usher station you know this episode's very well it means we don't know what we're gonna talk about but it's gonna be a fantastic time that's how much i know so sit back relax enjoy your snacks and listen to the first ones to die you are now listening to the first ones to die the first ones to die Hey everyone, welcome to the First Ones to Die podcast. My name is Jonathan. I am here with Alex and Jerome here on another lovely Monday. We're kicking off the week in a great way and we hope you have a great start to your week. Um, Jerome, how are you doing? Are you having a great week? I'm I'm doing all right. A little tired, you know, but uh, doing okay. Um, Just... uh, uh, excuse me. Finished watching um, uh, kind of a zombie double feature on on well, coincidentally, I watched uh, Army of the Dead, the new Zack Snyder Netflix movie, and then I also watched uh, The Girl with All the Gifts. So The Girl um, with All the Gifts. I have that's not a zombie heard of that movie. One. Yeah, I didn't know. Well, spoilers. Sorry for the premise. Anyway, uh, I did not know that going in. Um, at my job. There you have a horror section and the museum, and in it, there's a. They played a clip from that movie, and I was like, "That's a zombie film." And then I watched the movie, and I was like, "Oh, they're zombies." <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, but it's a unique take on the premise. Uh, I haven't read the book, but um, but the movie uh, was it was all right. You know, it was pretty good. Okay, now Alex, what about you? I've just been crazy busy at work. I work at, I think people remember this, I work at a doctor's office, and the doctor I work with uh, just has a crazy clinic week, and just so many, so many medical facilities I've talked to this week, I hate it, but I got paid, so. There you (laughs) go. All around, not bad. The Benjamins. How How about you, Jonathan? How you doing this week? Good. So last weekend, my mom came in town, which is why I was unfortunately not a part of the shenanigans last week, but it sounded fun. So hold on. um, Why did your mom come into town, though? (laughs) Because it was my birthday and we celebrated and it was very fun. Um, And we had dinner and everything at this very nice restaurant um, called Castaway in Burbank, when you guys come down, we'll definitely have to go to it. It was very swanky, and uh, it was on the side of the, the mountaintop, so it was a beautiful view of the entire city. Yes, it was. Ooh, it was I want to do a bougie beautiful. day. Yeah, so nice. Yes. Yeah. Um, and also some news that I showed um, you guys that when we first started meeting on this Zoom call is that um, there's a new furry member of the first ones to die family because i just now have a pug named gibson that i got today and yes he's very excited to be here um he is oh no he's not napping he's he's looking at me entertain the audience and i'll grab him for our for our for our uh watchers well, on youtube you know i'll do some I'm- promo real quick uh, you know, for those who, uh, who don't, the shenanigans he's referring to is the first one is to die role play game. So if you're into D- stuff like D and D, Pathfinder, whatever case may be, and you want to hear us do our own kind of kind of mini version of that, starring Alex uh, as one of the players, uh, go ahead and 
uh, listen to our last week's episode. All right. Okay, and there's a lovely Gibson. Oh, you, oh, he's like, I love you. He feels the love already. He's like, yeah, this is my daddy now. He's this is very, my papa. He, he's very friendly and very loving, and he likes humans and other dogs. Um, the other dogs part is just from my from what I've witnessed so far. Um, but the the shelter didn't know necessarily if he got along with dogs, but he seems to get along with dogs, and he likes people Aww. as well, which is good. <laughs> Except he wants to get off of this. So he's like, "I'll give you kisses, but put me down." Aw, <laughs> welcome to the furry friend club. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so so uh, oh, Cheddar has a has fine, a new girl. pet friend. Uh, you have you're not the only first one to die a cat now or pet. <laughs> he's asleep. He does not care. I gave him wet food earlier. He's down for the count. He gets wet food uh, every time we do a podcast. A little treat to stop really? him from trying to attack my computer. Okay. Yeah. Because that wouldn't be good in the middle of an episode. No, one time he did it and my screen went dark, but nobody seemed to notice, so it was fine. <laughs> um, what are we doing today, guys? Magic today, jar! We, we are having a magic jar episode. <laughs> yes. So we have no idea what the topic is going to be. We've put in suggest- suggestions. Uh, some of them are suggestions that were from the last magic jar episode, which was like over a year ago. And also, and if you have suggestions that you would like to add to our Magic Jar repertoire, comment below or on our social medias and let us know. It can be anything from, uh, you know, favorite actress in a movie or, I don't know, something weird like favorite, you know, weird scene. I don't know. I, I don't know where I was or going with that. Or if you want to know something about us or if you want to know something about us. You can say, you know, what's your guys' favorite this or that? And we can happily put it in the jar and forget it. I'm sure we can find a way to argue about it. <laughs> we you always find a way. We do. If Life we can argue about SpongeBob and Squidward, we can definitely argue about it. Yeah, that got heated. <laughs> yeah. That was a lot. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, half of that was all comedic gold. <laughs> was it? <laughs> It was. To me, it was. <laughs> I still stand by my statements. SpongeBob, the evil one. Um, All right. Jar. Let's, let's drum roll, please. There was really a good amount of dust in this, too. So we I had not touched it. And when I did, it was dust. Okay. <laughs> All right. Alex is pulling out. Oh, I got one of the old ones. Okay. So the newer ones are yellow. The old ones are green. Okay. I don't even remember what the old ones were. Old one is Jerome picks a movie. So Jerome, you pick a movie topic. Okay, so you... you, Last time I did this, I picked Unhinged, I think. (laughs) All right, let me pick a different one. Okay, okay. I was going to say... Okay, maybe that'll be for next time. You can pick a movie. Yeah, because that was was one. I have to pick something we've all seen before. Right. Right, see, now one of the new ones. Probably okay. a better thing. Guilty see. pleasure films. Ooh. Ooh. Movies that are just yeah. bad, but you enjoy too much. Well, the first thing that comes to my mind is Serial Mom, which we reviewed. But that was a terrible good mom. More promo. If you want to see our Serial Mom review, well, that's also on the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I feel like there's a, a Sharknado for me will always be my favorite guilty pleasure film. Yeah, yeah. And I actually just found a more recent one. It's uh, 
the they're like lava tarantulas. It's in lava setting tarantula? lava tarantula. I don't know. What, I don't actually remember what it's called. Let me look it up real quick. But it's on Amazon Prime, and it is terrible and low budget, and I love it. I don't know. There's something about low budget like films that just use this like terrible. CGI, CGI for their like monsters that are just so much fun. Uh, mine would have to be Batman and Robin. Like it is an awful, awful movie, but it makes what me laugh. What year did that movie come out? Every time, I think that was ninety. I'm gonna say ninety eight, but I could 90s. probably be wrong. Let me see, Batman and Robin. Ninety seven. I was close. Ninety seven. Okay. Yeah, that movie. Is just filled with some of the worst lines and worst casting ever. Just, just let alone George Clooney. You know, when you when you hear when you expect Batman to be like I'm Batman, you know, you expect to be gruff and serious, like I'm Batman. You know that sort of thing. George Clooney, hi Freeze, I'm Batman. <laughs> Instantly, I that tells you George Clooney was Batman. That tells you everything you need to know about that movie of how what type of movie this is gonna be, which is ridiculous. <laughs> on a level hitherto undreamt of. There's some I, English words for you. That's terrible. I, I, for, I forgot that that was um, George Clooney was involved in that at all. Mm-hmm. I honestly thought you were talking about like Michael Keaton or something. No. Th- what's funny though is this is supposed to be a continuation of the Michael Keaton movies. Really? All those movies are supposed to be sequels to one another. Even though Batman and Robin and Batman Forever look completely different. <laughs> the only continuing thread is that Alfred's played by the same person. Since the Michael Keaton one. No matter like what version of like Batman, I always enjoy Alfred. I always feel like they make a good Alfred. And like even in like the Gotham show, that's mainly supposed to be about like uh Detective Gordon. Mm-hmm. I I still liked I still liked um Alfred much better. He was my favorite character in that show. Because one, he was just badass and two, like I don't know, I would have smacked Bruce a couple times. Cuz like it's like who do you think you're talking to? It like, depends right on now. who's writing cuz there've been badass Alfreds, there've been ones who were just explorers. Some Alfreds are just they're just butlers and that's all they've ever done. So it's always interesting to see like the angle the movies and TV shows take with Alfred. Uh, I think the the next the new one with Robert Pattinson as Batman has uh, Andy Serkis as Alfred. So that's gonna be interesting because he's a very unorthodox choice. I wouldn't think Andy Serkis uh, to play. I wouldn't think Robert Patterson either. To be fair, I wouldn't think Robert Pattinson for Batman. But that first trailer though was pretty good. Granted, he doesn't say a word. He just looks good in the suit. So. So, Side note, we me and Robert Pattinson talk. share a birthday with Stevie Wonder as well. Interesting. Oh, speaking of Robert Pattinson, I just watched Tenet for the first time, too. Oh, no spoilers. I need to watch that. It's on Would HBO you qualify as, it as a guilty pleasure? Um, Was no. it bad, basically? No, it was did not you like bad. It? Well, that's a good I, did, okay. I thought it was okay. Uh, I was, uh, much like mo- many a Christopher Nolan movie, I left the movie confused. <laughs> <laughs> but not confused because of the plot, more confused of the logistics of how this world works. <laughs> so that's, but you know, 
I mean, it was the same thing with Interstellar, too, where I was like, I am very confused as to how any of this works, but whatever. I, I mean, the movie looks pretty, so I'll take right. it. I like those I, films that just had that pretty vibe to them. They're not any good, but aesthetically, like, I enjoy what's going on here. When I think of, for me, Guilty Pleasures, I feel like I think of a lot of the movies from my childhood, which people would probably classify as quote unquote bad or they might have a low score on Rotten Tomatoes. But as a kid, I used to watch them on repeat and I love them. I, I love them just so much. Um, one I'm thinking of, I didn't really watch this much as a kid, but I watched it a couple times, but um, Rat Race with, uh, with I like Rat Race. Uh, yeah. It's, who, it's who, Cuba Gooding Jr. Could be Cuba Gooding Jr., Whoopi Goldberg, uh, Brecken Meyer, Amy Smart, um, the old... Mr. Bean was in there. Yes, yes. Um, what's his name? Uh, Rowan Atkinson, yeah, Mr. Bean. Mm. Um, yeah, I think I, I like a good ensemble cast. I think that's why I like Rat Race. And it was fun. I mean, most... And also most I'm people- thinking of... Also, I'm thinking of uh, Flintstones' Viva Rock Vegas. I, that was my uh, jam as uh, a kid. I watched it on repeat. That movie's just I, bad. I, like, the I first one was okay never at best, watched but the, that. the second one awful. Good God. I haven't seen it in maybe uh, 15 years, maybe, but that was my jam. As a I kid. can enjoy I the first agree. one. I consider the first one a guilty pleasure for me, but Viva Rock Vegas is just a bad movie. That's just, I can't enjoy it. Like it's awful. No, <laughs> no, there was also a no. movie with, um, there was a movie with David Arquette. It was a dog movie. And he played like this, um, guy who, who hated the dog, but ended up falling in love with it. I can't remember. I need to, what's it called? It's a weird sounding film. <laughs> I mean, that's fell in love dog with the dog movie in the, in that's the pretty much is like you get a rambunctious dog that's like a troublemaking dog and the main character hates like marley them, and, and me. they go to love them yeah it's just like marley and me c-spot run c-spot run uh i've never, I've never, it. I've never seen it <laughs> yes 2001 comedy film about a mailman who takes in a stray bull mastiff the titular spot, only to learn that he is a trained FBI dog that has escaped from a witness protection program and is targeted for attacking a crime boss. Now, I don't remember that being the plot as a kid, but apparently it was. So. <laughs> um, I feel like any early 2000s films were just bad. Like every single Disney Channel film <laughs> is a guilty pleasure. Yeah, so really, a lot yeah. of them are very bad. <laughs> <laughs> they were horribly produced. They were so don't stupid. Don't even dunk on on. Don't, but I love it. Don't try to don't try to dunk on the thirteenth year, okay? Or break. I don't even remember. I never smart house. Sixteenth, sixteenth boys. I never watched Smart uh, House, but my favorite was always Luck of the Irish. Smart House is the Luck one. of the Irish. Luck of the Irish is terrifying. Yeah. Because of the freaking Why? kid turning into a, a leprechaun, and it looks like he's turning into a ghoul of some kind. <laughs> <laughs> But freaking uh, uh, Smart House is very bad. I've rewatched that. That's <laughs> recently. It's Did you watch it on Disney, Disney Plus? Plus? No. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say on Disney Channel, but yeah, on Disney Plus. Oh. <laughs> um, you know what? I've seen a lot of on TikTok though. Uh, it's not a guilty pr- pleasure because I never actually really liked it. Uh, Camp Rock and Camp Rock Two. I, you know, I liked Camp Rock when I was a kid. The older I got, the more I was like, no. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> like like there's a there's this like scene where they're trying to i guess be all badass and they're like doing their step clamp the step i've seen the step routine on every time i see it in the memes all the time (laughs) i'll see it on tiktok and it'll come up and i'm just like oh my god this was like like a great film at the time i feel like they unfairly i feel like they unfairly make fun of that movie on tiktok just because they, like they just you, want to make fun of it. Don't discredit my girl Allison Stoner. She could dance. No, okay? she could, but they didn't give her any dancing roles. She was like mainly, I think, a singer or singer, piano right? player. Yeah, beat singer boxer, or songwriter. Or not yeah, beatboxer, but like yeah, beat maker. Let me tell you where Allison Stoner had the best role and one where they appreciated her talents. Step up two and step up two like or is it step up two or one no it's one i'm sorry step up one because she plays channing tatum's little sister the step up two is that same character but all grown up she becomes the main character and she's played by a different actress but in step up one allison stoner's in it she gets to show off some dance moves and i'm like yes you go allison stoner (laughs) yeah but only like for a little bit i mean they don't really give her that much credit I know, Which but I'm I just saying, like, like, you know, it's it's nice to see Disney Channel stars, like, expand their wings and go other places, do other things. Yeah. I d- you know what else is a guilty Disney pleasure Channel for movies. me uh, while we're talking right. about Disney Channel st- uh, characters is Nurse. Have you, it, you seen what the is movie it? Nurse? It's this- Nurse? Yeah, it's like an erotic thriller- where uh right. wait, wait how do we get wait wait how do we get from disney channel to this because why is this connected to disney channel disney yeah, channel. Did, yeah did, like i heard that right didn't what, I? Yeah. Like, yeah no i'm with you like where what disney channel were you watching because corbin blue <laughs> was there a disney and channel this was Max his or something like, like i remember watching high school musical and that like corbin blue is in nurse and it was like his comeback to acting i was like oh snap that he was the only reason i watched the movie because i mean the trailer looked like it was like Hey, hot chicks, whatever. But I was like, oh, snap, Corbin Blue's in it? I gotta watch it. And it is so bad. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little weird that you were like, hot girls, but it's Corbin Blue, so I'll watch it. I will support Um, (laughs) Corbin Blue. He's the dude. He's the cool. He's the only half the reason I enjoyed High School Musical. I was like, all right, Corbin Blue is clearly the best person on this cast. And he's the only one I actually care about outside of the other black chick because they're the only two black characters in this entire high school. But all <laughs> outside just, of, I guess, you, souffle you guy. Done a better like remember. lead up to that. I was, well, you I didn't was let like, me finish. Nursing. You really just really took a hard turn. Off no, you, you literally was party. like, <laughs> y'all let me finish. You're like, this is the oh, speaking of Disney, I watched this movie Nurse, which is an erotic film, and it's like. <laughs> And I was going to say, which stars Corbin Blue, who's in a Disney Channel movie? You should you should have led with the Corbin Blue. You should have led with Corbin Blue. Corbin yeah. Blue from High School I, Musical, which is a Disney Channel original movie, I can went to star you. in... No! I should, that would have been had more all dramatic. The and anybody who's you seen Nurse from- knows where I was going with that, alright? <laughs> Do they... Regardless, Nurse is an awful movie, by the way. It's so bad. But if you want to laugh and have a good time watching like this movie, try to be scary. Like it's because the plot is that like I forget the main actress who plays a nurse, but she's a nurse in this hospital that's supposed to be a modern day, but for some reason they wear nurse outfits from like the freaking like fifties or sixties because they're like hotter, I guess. And um, and uh she's like a serial killer 
who kills men exclusively because she's like men are you know like she uses her feminine wiles to lure men and then she kills them feminine wiles like you know <laughs> it's the it's the classic femme fatale story you've seen in like back in the noir days um right. but corbin corbin blue plays the boyfriend to the main girl uh not the main character who's the killer but the uh this girl that she's obsessed with who's also another nurse in the hospital who's like mm. the the sec the other main character because she's like you're crazy main girl <laughs> um it's just and i say it's erotic though because there's just one uh, there's a whole scene where the freaking uh nurse serial killer like we're in her apartment and she's just Doing the whole scene with no pants or underwear. She's just bottomless. But she has on the bra. And I'm just like, put on some pants. <laughs> this feels awkward. <laughs> like the whole scene is you just without pants. Like, and you're not having sex. You're just having a conversation. <laughs> I, don't, you, you, I don't even know where to go from there. I'm just I'll, saying. I'll transition. I, I'll, I, should we pick a new topic out of the jar? I feel like we've got <laughs> I have a I have a show. Did anybody watch Emily in Paris? No. No. I've heard I okay, have so it. It's just not up my alley. So the show is is gorgeous. The show like seeing Paris and seeing the streets of Paris and seeing these like twenty late twenty somethings wander through Paris. It's, beautiful it's gorgeous the show itself is trash the show is trash and it got nominated for and i'm sorry because emily i shouldn't say it's trash it it, it wasn't no jonathan speak your truth speak your truth brother all right if it's trash it's trash trash. because because, because there were aspects of it that were great so i shouldn't say it's trash i should say it's it's so okay, trash. but if the negatives outweigh the positives, then the positives don't even matter no more because the negatives bring the positives down with them. <laughs> if you think it's trash, it's trash. Like just yeah, accept it, <laughs> go with it. But I, 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 I had a fun time watching it. Um, but the the acting and the the storyline were not there for me. But I had a great time watching it. And it got nominated for a Golden Globe, and there was actually controversy surrounding it because it got nominated for two Golden Globes, I think. Best uh, Comedy, Musical or Comedy, and uh, Best Leading Actress, Lily Collins. And there was controversy surrounding it because the, uh, the show flew out like 30 members of the uh is it the Hollywood Foreign Press Association that does Golden Globes? Yeah. They flew out they flew out 30 members of that team and to to Paris to tour the set um and for a set visit. So they basically bribed them into a Golden Globe nomination. Yeah. Which is why which is one of the reasons why the Golden Globes are basically like canceled next year. So, because there's a lot of issues with the Golden Globes, so yeah, I've heard but that a lot. That there's year. there's been a lot of issues around the Golden Globes and a lot of the award shows lately as well. That they're like, oh yeah, a lot of it has to do with like advertising and like you're not technically bribing as long as you're not giving cash, but you're giving these private screenings for these, and they find that the private screenings, depending on the luxuriousness of it, can like outweigh so much, and they're like. 
I think the private screenings all have to like the personal private screenings have to like stop. I think I was hearing for like especially like the Oscars. But um, yeah, I've heard that that there's a lot of controversy around just award shows in general. Yeah. Um, a really uh, not a really good. It's not a good show. Uh, that I like is the still the BoJack Horseman. It's still my guilty pleasure. Uh, that I horse is s- horrible, and the animals kind of freak me out because I have this thing with the humanoid animal things. I don't like it, but for some reason I love this show. And like wow, the character is really good. It's like it's the subtlety of like how it's about a depressed man who's lost everything and is like a loser. At nearing the end, yeah, but he, at the beginning he hasn't technically lost anything. He still has quite a bit of fame, and he's what it is. It's a drug abused horse with a huge ego who claims he's still this world's great actor, which he can still be, but his ego just constantly gets in the way. Yeah, and so, you know, it's he, a like story about it. fame. It's, I think, anyway, my personal opinion. I've only seen a few episodes. I haven't finished it yet. And yeah, I've only you, watched the first episode. I believe, and it was like two or horrible, three years ago. Horrible character, and he just destroys everything he touches. But you'll get that. Uh, okay. I okay. I uh, don't really have any guilty pleasure shows because most shows, like if the first episode's not gripping me, I'm just checked out. <laughs> I'm just like, nope. This I can tell this show gonna be trash. I'm out. But uh, are there any shows that you just watch just for the entertainment value? Naruto. <laughs> Which I know I already there's some anime fans I'll be like, I know you not talking about Naruto. Naruto's my jam. Naruto's a good show. Listen, let me tell you something, okay? <laughs> Here's the thing about Naruto. The, the problem with Naruto is not that the show itself is bad. But rather, it has the same shonen tropes that makes it hard to continue watching the show and be invested for me personally. Because it's like, at first, people have defined abilities. Things they can do and things they can't do. And then also in set relationships. But as the show continues, certain characters just become useless. You're just like, why are you around? You don't do anything. You like, especially Naruto, where Rude. certain groups of people are parts of the team. In Naruto's case, it's Naruto, Sasuke, and Sakura. Sakura's the only female lead in the whole show, and she don't do a goddamn thing for the majority of the, <laughs> the whole show until the follow-up next, like, uh, not a spinoff, but what do you call it when they like reboot a show, but it's like years later or whatever. <laughs> Sequel series, like like the sequel series. Sequels, it's not until the sequel series she does anything important at all, (laughs) and that's a lot of episodes to get through, mind you. So it's like, and even the creator himself said he's like, "All right, I'll admit I didn't give Sakura a lot to do. That's my bad." Like, so he knows what he did. He made her a useless character. I will never talk about anime because those fans are crazy. I just, I'm just saying, listen, I don't care. They'll come for you. I don't They'll care. I've already have friends mad at me now because I don't watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I, I, when it comes to anime, there's just certain things I just cannot stand. Uh, but nonetheless, despite that, though, I'll still watch Naruto. I like the ninja moves. The action sequences are super well done. Um, and I do have a favorite character. My favorite character is Shikamaru. He's awesome. Uh, so it's like I like the show on that level. 
there's just a lot of there. I've just hit a point in the show though where I'm just like, all right, I'm kind of checked out. Like I'm just watching this for the fights, and I only listen to the dialogue to get context on the fights <laughs> of why they're fighting. I mean, do they need a reason to fight? Aren't most of them like twelve? No, they're like uh, they age as the show continues. They eventually Nine minutes, yeah. are uh, like the first series. They're probably like fifteen. 15 or 14? No, they're younger than that. They start out younger than that, but they get older as time goes on. It's been like, like even though you don't, they don't tell you how many years has gone by, but it's implied like, oh no, it's been a minute since it's like It's the changing of the hairstyle. Okay, new topic. Oh, we're doing two topics in one? All right. Yeah. <laughs> we got Most unlikable minutes. characters. Most unlikable characters. <laughs> Sakura hey. in Naruto. <laughs> You've already had your chance. All the characters in Riverdale. Amber and Invincible. All right. These are just, these are preloaded character answers. All right. These are all dig, ones that we've referenced you before. You've got to dig deep. But all right. Can most unlikable character. Uh, unlikable. Because there's a difference between unlikable and a villain or antagonist. There's no, a I difference. mean, Loki was technically a villain and everybody loves him. Right, and you could have someone who's supposed to be the hero, but they're pretty unlikable. Hmm, I agree with that. Um, there's a there's a new there's a show on TBS called Chad, and I haven't watched it, but I've heard that it's very bad. Isn't it with the actress from SNL? Yes, Nassim Pedras, a teenage boy. Saw right. a trailer for it, and I'm like, this. And everybody looks saying, uncomfortable. It looks. Everybody's saying that he's very unlikable, and there's no the 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 point of the show is that he's a bad person. The show Chad looks is. like it's uh, as much as as cool as I think the premise of hiring a female actress to play a teenage boy is, and how daring that can be. At the same time, this show, like the jokes that they were showing, as far as the dialogue, it looks like this show is like. I don't know, five years too late. Because most of these are like <laughs> references to things that I'm like, I guess the kids are into were into that before, but now Well, it's the like, show was apparently in development for that long or longer than that, like 10 years or something. So, okay, really? you, you got to was- modernize your stuff. You can't. <laughs> you can't. You well, got to like it. market it in a way like, um, oh, that pen show? Pen? Pen? Oh, that pen show 15? that set. Yeah, that's set in the '90s, which makes me feel hollow old. <laughs> um, and it kind of has that same vibe where that character would have been more real back in like the '90s than it would have been like nowadays. I don't feel like well, it's mostly jokes about like in reference to like the early 2010s. So even if you wanted to set it back in like 2012 or 2013. Like, it, like it'd probably still be relevant. Two thousands, I think. I feel like the from what I've seen, it just has this really like outdated feel. This isn't about a modern teenager. It's this kid that looks like it belongs in the nineties. <laughs> um, and I have unlikable character at, at the, bringing him back because, dang it, we I I'm the, I didn't finish uh-uh. roasting him. All right, there's still more on the skillet. He's still he's still not well done yet. It's Cole Young. Don't bring up skillet. I I, refer, I retired. Oh, Young from yeah, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I hate that character a... so much. <laughs> There's it's just it's just the fact of like he reminds me because even Alice in Resident Evil, who's another character, yeah, you leave Alice alone. 
No, no, who's another character who's not in the games. They made her up for the movies. But at least Alice is a very oh. effect. She's a very proactive main character. Like she gets in there. She does some action. She's got the double pistols, you know, doing the jumps and the flips and kicks. Like she's she's a, a part of the story. Cole Young ain't a part of jack shit in the whole movie on time of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> he just feels like he's just there. He's just in the background, wasting other people's time. All right. I mean, he's supposed to serve as uh, some purpose to show like how the weak can can rise, you know. And that's what he is. The weak can rise. You don't always need the fighting. You can always, you know, you, there's other ways to fight. Um. Yeah, but he was kind of unnecessary to the story. Also. He's unnecessary because he's supposed to be but, like but his whole did, but purpose he... is just to be an avatar character. He like, even like his whole purpose is just to is just so he can ask questions that we the audience would have, so that the characters in the movie can answer them. Um, I've said it once before, and I'll say it again: Victoria Justice and the Victoria Show. <laughs> in Victoria, <laughs> oh, she sucks. <laughs> Victorian, uh, Victorian. I think she's fine. It's just that she's not as talented as the others. <laughs> yeah, but then she's also hasn't been friends the longest with anybody, and yet she's like intertwined. Yeah, she's intertwined herself so much into this group. Like you met them a few months ago. Like yeah, they're <laughs> gonna know each other better than you know them. Like maybe chill out. Maybe that's why people are getting that's aggravated because she- you get in the middle of it. She was like the nucleus of the group, but she was also the newest member of the group. Yeah. So how does that work? You think you would be like more on the well, outskirts? Well, she's of the so group. cool, you know. She's like the but cool new girl. She's but like, she wasn't though. She was a. She was always pretending to be like awkward and uncomfortable, and like I don't know how to do that. I don't know if like Jonathan, you've attended multiple acting classes and you know worked with and plays and stuff if you have a person who's constantly doing that well i don't know i don't usually do this i wouldn't that get too annoying to a certain point wouldn't that be like look just read the script (laughs) here's here's the thing though is that twilight it worked for twilight and kids love the kids love that no they don't bella shows up and then she's just like this super awkward Girl, new girl, but everybody's all into her for some reason, even though she's never been here. And they're all like, who's the new girl? And I'm like, the you mean the plain Jane, bland, white bread, white girl over there? Who is yeah, completely invisible but, considering no, 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 she's wait, the wait. most average ever? <laughs> the reason it worked Nobody. more for Bella, and I will say this, was because one, Victoria Justice, though, was in like Santa Monica, California. She, like... They have new people coming in and out every day. For Bella, I will say this for her part, she was the shiny new toy. That was a small ass town. Okay, that was a tiny ass town with like maybe a hundred kids in there. So of course somebody else who was like, they knew they could not possibly be related to in that town. That's a great, you know, buy for them. She was a boring character. Bella's also a very awful character. Uh, also, that whole, all of them, all of them were just awful. And I learned that uh, Twilight is actually tight because Stephanie Myers is actually Mormon, and there's a lot of Mormon-based facts or Mormon-based like uh, styles or like however you want to say it, connections in Twilight, and that I didn't like that idea either. But, uh, 
I'll say uh, for me also thinking of Nickelodeon, uh, I like again another controversial hot take, but damn it, I don't care. Uh, is uh, you guys Good Burger from Good Burger? Yes, can't <laughs> stand him. When I was a kid, love Kel. I thought he was super funny. As an adult, I'm like, for, I'm, I can't, I, I can't, I couldn't do it. I would, I would go to jail is, is, for killing my coworkers if I worked there this, because I can't stand him. <laughs> oh, so this is Ed. This is not. Oh, Kel sorry, from Ed, and Kel. Uh, yeah, I forgot his name. That's why I said Kel, but not Keenan and Kel. No, Ed. Okay. <laughs> Which one was Ed? The one with the braids. I'm a dude. Who's saying the song? He's yeah. a dude. Oh. She's a dude. Because we're all dudes. Because we're all dudes. Exactly. Kel, Kel, Kel liked orange soda. Ed was the one with the braids who was dumb. Just in Good Burger. Oh, um, yeah. No. Who created the secret sauce now? I don't trust that. I don't trust <laughs> the secret sauce no more. <laughs> Knowing how dumb Ed is, I don't trust the secret sauce. He might get me killed. The man suplexed Carmen Electra. All right. As beautiful as she is, he, he suplexed her. <laughs> just because she tried to kiss him. He could have just been like, no, I don't want to. No, he had to take this lady by the hips and just flip her all across his back, possibly snap her spine in half. <laughs> the bastard. Why would you do that? <laughs> I mean, not sure. You know what I also don't like um, going back to the 90s was Kimmy from Full House. I always hated her. Really? I never liked her. Yeah, Once, she was very she was annoying. She was annoying. And she was gross. I could see how. She was always gross about stuff. And like And she uh, she always came in the house without knocking. Yeah, she was also very disrespectful to I feel like, like that's every sitcom siblings. character though, is that they just walk in the house like they just own the place. Like Yeah, but like there was a point where she was just when she would just enter a room, she was insulting somebody. Then cheers this like fourteen year old girl creepily hitting on Uncle Jesse all the time too, which made me yeah. like always very uncomfortable that they had that. I was just like, no, what's? Although my favorite my favorite line of hers in Full House was when her and Stephanie were arguing, and she, and Kimmy's like, uh, "You're the one who's dumb, capital D U M," and then DJ's like, "Kimmy, there's a B," and then she's like, "Where? I hate those things." <laughs> That was my favorite Kimmy line. I mean, Fresh oh Prince God. is probably the come think of Fresh Prince is probably the only sitcom where because they have a butler, you know when characters are coming because he'd be like a special guest is like you know whoever is coming is like you know uh, uh, sir like uh, Mister Jazz to see you and then Jazz would come in. It's like okay, so they're not just walking through the door, but for the most part, sitcom characters they always just walk in people's houses like they like they live there. I hated have you Ashley seen that? from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. What, what scene was Oh, you hated her? I hated Ashley. Ashley's awesome. Ha- what you got against Ashley? Have you, have you seen that video? Side note, have you seen that video? I think it was maybe a TikTok. Somebody put together that compared Fresh Prince and The Nanny and how they are essentially the same show. Mm-hmm. Um, both shows where a, a, the main character goes to a rich house. They have the three kids. The oldest one is this. The second oldest is this. The third one is that. They have a butler with the British accent. I, I mean, don't know. you're not wrong. And they're both on HBO Max. I mean, Fresh Prince is based off the life of like the producer, so <laughs> I feel like there's a little more authentic. <laughs> but there's just that story of like poor 
person entering Rich House. You're right. And it was both in an unexpected way because his was due to a fight and his mom's like, you're going over there. And she was just trying to sell cosmetics because she lost her job. So there was a loss at the beginning of both episodes in a way that was that her origin. I, I have, yeah, she, she was engaged. Uh, her fiance cheated and then she worked, used to work at a bridal boutique and it was his bridal boutique and she got fired. So she was like selling makeup and then somebody opened the door and they're like, Oh, go ahead and fill out the resume. And she filled out her resume with like lipstick. (laughs) But yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. back to this. What you got against Ashley? Ashley was so <laughs> stupid. I didn't like Are you her. talking about Hillary? No, Hillary was dumb as fuck. No, Hillary was... <laughs> a, but she was like a single character. All right? You knew what Hillary was. And weirdly enough, Hillary was very ambitious with becoming a weather girl in the end. And everything <laughs> like that. But like, Ashley always acted like she was better than the rest of her family and she was not she was a single spoiled brat like the rest of them and it drove me crazy when they had her go through that feminine phase because it was like second wave feminism and she would go a woman anytime they did when they started doing uh for an episode they would do prayer when they were doing prayer or grace at the table they would all go amen she would go a woman I don't remember that. I've been been watching the whole show. She's never said that yet. So I don't know if I maybe haven't hit that season yet. I don't remember what season is, but they ever go through this whole like women empowerment phase. And it's just really annoying because it just sounds like one of those people who have actually like no clue on how to do women. Like they're the second generation where it's just a lot of talk, but they're not actually doing shit. Or communicating with other women to, you know, discuss growth or discuss how to grow. She's just finding these, like, textbooks and she's going off of that. And textbooks aren't always that great. You need to interact with other human beings, other women. And just, she she had this, you know, like, oh, I'm better than all my family and everything. But, like, no, darling, you got put into the same private schools just as everybody else. That you wasn't had her choice. Similar. There's a whole episode right. where literally she goes to public school, and she has to go to public school because she, because right. she mostly because of Will. But you know, and also Ashley is better than all of them. Carlton is 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 like a ridiculous schemer. No, she's not. Who's all she's, about money. Hillary's a, an idiot. <laughs> her Hillary's father, an idiot, but she's ambitious. Her she father's exactly a power. <laughs> her father's a control freak. Aunt Viv's all right, but <laughs> but she's the only other one. Everybody else sucks in that she's family. Will right, and the she's worst. aware of it. There are moments where she's like, "Oh, I know, Daddy will just get it for me." She has those Hillary moments too. She has those moments. Like, yeah, but that's because she's younger. And, she's no, no, no. like and she young, knows, you know. And I don't, I don't think Will's as bad as the characters everybody paints him to be. He is. No, there are moments. there are moments where all three of them are like, "Oh, we can just blame Will." And even Ashley goes like, oh, if anything goes wrong, I'll just blame Will. And he's like, what did I do? She's like, nothing. I can still blame you, though, because daddy will know it's your fault. So there was like also an emotional manipulation they had against him. They knew right away Uncle Phil would just blame Will above everybody. Because Will's the worst. 
He's, he's not, he, though. He financially exploits Ashley's talent as a singer at one point. He tries to hook Hillary up with his teacher just so he can get a good grade, despite the fact she's grieving from her dead husband, who isn't even basically cold in the ground yet. He almost gets Carlton have OD on pills that he puts in his locker because he needs them to study. Or like he, or he thinks he needs them to like do better in school. He is the worst, and these are just a few instances. Most of so the time, first of all, with the, the family thing, is almost getting re- destroyed because no, no, no. with the Carlton thing, who the hell takes pills and doesn't look at them before they take them? <laughs> to be fair, they're in a labelless prescription bottle, so there was they, no yeah, label to read. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you know what? You're right. I should definitely just take the pills that are in the unlabeled <laughs> bottle. Again, Carlton's not very smart either. He's just a little smarter than Hillary. He knows numbers. That's about it. He knows numbers, but... He knows nothing else. He doesn't. Comment below. Comment on our Instagram. Whose side are you on? Who is... I'm just saying, Ashley's not that bad. I don't even know what the argument is. I like Ashley. Okay. I think Ashley sucks just as much as the rest of them. And she's not better. She's a spoiled brat. So I have... So we'll have a we'll have a part two we'll have a Fresh Prince dissection on one of these episodes soon, <laughs> um, <laughs> but I was gonna say and this could this can be my last um, like to to start to wrap things up my last um, uh, unlikable character, uh, which is for, and you get in the in the spirit of you know the '90s sitcoms um, Frank Moesha's dad from Moesha, <laughs> um, he was horrible. Because he was way too overprotective. And it's it's not even overprotective. It's just like meddling in your daughter's business for no reason. He called her a I think he called her a hoe in one episode. He Damn. <laughs> also he never did anything to resolve the conflict between Dee Dee or D and Moesha. D- yeah. Right, yeah, because it was that stepmom, step, yeah, uh, daughter like tension. Wait, who is the mom? D's the stepmom. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And like the, I remember the Mother's Day episode very clearly. He, yeah, he could have done something for them because clearly Moesha was hurting, and it showed. She's like, "Why do I have to do anything?" You know all this. He could have done something for their mother because whether she passed or not, that is still the mother of his children. Yeah, no. And then he lied about having a son. Yes, yes, yes. That's the biggest thing. That's the biggest thing. And pretended that uh, uh, Ray J, I forget his character name, but um, (laughs) I think it was actually just Ray J in the show, too. It's something like, no, I think he had a different name, but I can't remember what it was. I'll look it up. Look it um, up. but because <laughs> he he was brought on, I forget how how his character was brought on, but um, oh, he basically came to move in with the Mitchells, and they were acting like um, uh, it was their cousin, but it was actually his son, and he knew that the entire time, and it came out and. Yeah, he did, lied about that. didn't they have like he didn't didn't he have his sister raise his child that he had during an affair with another woman? Yes, because they were like the same age, Moesha and Ray J's character, Dorian. Dorian. Dorian Long. Right. So, like, not only that, he cheated on his first wife. Pretends she doesn't exist once she's passed. Um, ignores Moesha, calls her a hoe. 
<laughs> has an illegitimate son and gaslights them both about why he never told either of them. Yeah, no, you're right. That's he's way worse. He wasn't a great dad. Was and then I watched I binge Sister Sister after that and I'm like um, this is yeah, much better. Uh, yeah, Ray, Ray, and Lisa are much better parents. <laughs> Although I will say, in the spirit of Moesha, I'll t- uh, uh, Miss Parker, though, I don't know how I feel about Miss Parker. Because on one hand, I do like her as a character. On the other hand, though, she should be. Uh, we should hashtag Me Too, Miss Parker, uh, for sexually harassing. <laughs> Uh, what's his face? The uh, the, the ma- guy that she ends up marrying. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's called Stockholm syndrome. He just hit a point where he just got tired <laughs> of her consistently, always. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, when he had dates, she would act like they're together and just be like, mm, "You dating her, huh?" It's just like we're not together. I can date whoever I want. Leave me alone, lady. Like, there's a thousand men out here. Ridiculous. They're, Ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I'll agree with you. That was weird. Um, I sometimes the dad would annoy me. No, the parents were annoying too. And I get it was that whole odd couple feel going on. Um but also they did move into his house so that the kids could be together. And what was her name? The mom. Oh, are you talking about sister, sister? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, wait, sorry. What, what were the parents' name? Ray and Lisa. Ray and Lisa. Sometimes Lisa bothered me because, like, so that was originally their home. And, like, he said they could move in so they could be. And then she kind of, I remember a few episodes where she kind of just trashed the place. There was, like, just stuff everywhere. Yeah, she and- very much, like, was pretty much taking advantage of uh, all of his his things and yeah. he was like letting her yeah and i'm pretty sure he she he let them live there rent free so yeah. it was also like dude your kids now in a better school system in a better house you can at least pick up like your pantyhose from the couch <laughs> like there's no reason for any of that and like they suck at disciplining their children every sitcom those- parent does <laughs> That's how the half of the sitcom kids get up to the half the shenanigans they do. They none of them are good parents. Their kids just walk all over them and do whatever they want. It's just so stupid. Then you have like these two odd, like the odd couple parents. You think one could at least discipline, but no, they all just go behind each other's back. I don't know. That always bothered me too. They never like, they, yeah. like especially Fresh Prince. I was like they get grounded all the time, but that never stops any of them from ever doing anything. <laughs> Hey, right. Not a single one. Ashley, Hillary, none of them. They always See? be doing that's stuff. That's why. Just that's story. why in a lot of these shows, the parents are so goofy to like rationalize the 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 idea that the kids would be able to you know pull one over the parents. Because <laughs> it's like, oh, the parents don't know any I'm, better. They're. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say. I'm curious. Oh no, I was finished. I was, I'm curious uh, how they're gonna because uh, Bel Air still hasn't come out yet, and I'm excited for that. Um, that's the reboot of Fresh Prince they're doing on uh, Peacock, but it's like as a drama instead of a comedy. And uh, based off that fan trailer that uh, that one guy did uh, a couple of years back or last year, and uh, I'm curious what Ashley's gonna be like because we like in that fan trailer we only ever get a glimpse of Hillary and Carlton, 
but we don't see Ashley. I think she's there, but she doesn't say anything. So I'm curious how they're going to do Ashley because it was always Hillary's the spoiled one. Carlton is the one who's like an elitist and Ashley is the one who's more or less still like normal because when she's first in the show, she's like, I think 10 or yeah. eight. So she's not old enough yet. So like she's still like a normal kid. That's why Will and her are the first two siblings to really get along because she's just a kid and he's just like, yeah, all right, that's, that's easy. And she, and why she grows up kind of modeling herself after him more or less. So I'm curious to see what they do with the drama series for Bel Air um, with Ashley. Yeah. Maybe in Alex's case, they'll make her more likable. <laughs> or make so, her I more likable. I still don't likable. like her. <laughs> you just don't like kids, um, Alex. All right. That's what it is. That's all right? besides the point. <laughs> well, no, when she, when she was little, they made her like the course she was stuck under the parents' thumb. She played violin and stuff. And then like Will came in like a clown and she was like, oh, here's this thing that I can finally have fun with. Then she started learning that's how she can blame Will. And then she started taking advantage of like no, that's not Will willing that. to like, yeah. She learned that because Will kept doing things to get himself in trouble. The first few episodes, Will is like tearing the house apart. <laughs> and as far as well, like yeah, but I'm getting not into that. trouble. But so like, it's like when she, at that point, when she was able like, to do stuff, <laughs> she learned that it's like, oh, I can just say it's Will. And then also it's like the more she grows up instead of actually learning maybe what she wants in life. She's like, oh, I want to be a singer. And then, yeah, Will does take advantage of that. But, like, she has no clear-cut dream of what she wants to do. Throughout That's the season, she's it's constantly a teenager. No teenager has a clear-cut dream of what they want to do. Most I teenagers, Most teenagers do have an idea, though. Because the school systems push it on us. They're like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Jonathan, you probably always wanted to be an actor, didn't you? I feel like that's what we Well, I would say as a kid, I would want to be a firefighter. I wanted to be a cartoonist. That was my dream that's as a kid. Adorable. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, some and some people don't. My sister, uh, uh, it took her a minute to like figure out what she really wanted to do. Like she had some ideas. Um, I think she wanted to be going to nursing when she was in high school, but once uh, she got into college, like she had other aspirations. She uh, she wanted to do other things. And now she's killing it. She's doing her thing. So, so I'm just saying, she like Ashley. No, as they get older, it changes. But she's just, you know, when it was younger, she. Had well, anyway. to tune in because we will probably be having this uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air discussion part two. Who's your favorite Fresh two. Prince character? Comment below. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Let us know. Follow us on social. We're at the first ones to die everywhere let us know who your favorite character is give us a like give us a subscribe give us some five stars on apple spotify wherever you listen to your podcasts um jerome where can people find you at you can find me at not jerome Rett on instagram as well as at robozoo media uh yeah i thought i had something else but i don't <laughs> <laughs> and alex how about you uh, you can find me at Alex and Nobody on Instagram, and I handle the TikTok account for. I just noticed Cheddar standing up. The first ones to die. <laughs> he's just standing there and freaking out a little bit. The first ones to die on TikTok, and I post little promos and clips on Instagram as well, which is again our name, First Ones to Die, where you can find us at all social media Twitter, uh, Instagram, TikTok. 
every podcast platform. What about you, Jonathan? Where are we finding you? Nice. You can find me at Jonathan Keys. Uh, you, you'll also be able to to find Gibson on there as well. I'll be I'll be posting him. Just 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 uh, yeah I yeah yeah. And send send <laughs> Gibson a shout out. Tell him welcome to you know first one to die family, the Usher family, or you know just welcome him to Instagram. Exactly. Yeah, he's currently snoring right now. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, Well, that's it for today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We hope you have a great week. And we'll see you all next week on The First Ones to Die. Bye. Peace.